We have an extra special show for Code Concepts with Rachel Patterson and Pete Roquet. We have a beautiful, awesome guest, Cecilia Muela, to talk to us today about the upcoming Women Leaders in Code Enforcement Symposium. So good morning, Miss Cece. Love your costume. Good morning. Good morning. You know, I, I am a huge believer that you have to have a little fun with what you do. You can't just be all all serious all the time. You have to be able to show up and, and, and shed a little sunshine and smiles. I, I told my staff just the other day, actually, hey, we're going to we're going to grab a picture of the team. Um, make sure that you dress in your Sunday's best and show up with your best smile. And if you don't have one, borrow one. But wear one that day. That's awesome. <laughs> what would you like? to work with you <laughs> yes, well thank you i'll take my hat off now and sorry about my messy hair but um beautiful so we rachel and i i'm so i'm so happy to be here with you and and to to connect and all that good stuff um how have you been great thank you it's been a whirlwind since we got back from icc um, a lot yes. of things going in my own jurisdiction and then you know trying to figure out how i can wiggle my way into the icc world too so Yay. We're excited to have you on today to talk about women leaders in code enforcement, which is something I am super excited about, obviously, get to go take part in that. So I've been working yes. on my, uh, my portion to that. So yes. you know, as always, thank you for those opportunities, Miss mm -hmm. Lucy. Absolutely. Anytime. And, and for those of you that don't know, so Women Leaders in Code um, actually has their second uh, second annual symposium coming up in March. It'll be March 23rd through 25th in Sonoma County, Santa Rosa, California um, at the Flamingo Hotel. And um, it's going to be excellent. We have a great woman lined up. I think I've been talking about this and I can't stop talking about it because I'm so excited about it. Um, <clears throat> just to give a quick sip um, obviously, Miss Rachel Patterson is going to be one of our presenters, um, but we also have some really great topics, and I'll just kind of give you guys a quick little tidbit on that um, without giving away the farm, because I think it's going to be really exciting once we, we get those um, that information out. So we talk a lot about leadership, so we're going to do a lot of leadership uh, focused courses. Um, some of those topics are going to be Be the Game Changer, um, Build While You Lead with Miss uh, Crystal Patterson. Um, we're going to talk about showing up to lead. So not just leading, but really showing up to lead, right? There's a significant difference when you say, I want to be a leader, I want to lead a team, and actually showing up to lead, actually being there fully totally, you know, in it to win it with your team and really understanding who they are. Um, and in addition to that, we also have a little bit of technical intro courses. So we'll have an intro to ADA with Ms. Lorena Souls, who's going to be joining us as well. Um, we have an intro to building inspection, um, which is awesome, and an intro to code enforcement. And that way we have a little bit of the technical, a little, a little bit of the leadership. So it's going to be really well-rounded. Um, it's going to be excellent. We have some great activities planned as well. Um, and I am so excited to have you guys in my neck of the woods, you ladies and guys, whoever wants to join us as well. Um, so it'll be, yeah, Pete, our, we talked about this last week, Pete, right? You're our honorary girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You and Mr. Jose Roy. So um, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty outstanding. So we're really looking forward to it. Awesome, CC. So talk a little bit about um, when are we going to be able to register? When are um, we going to be able to get our hotels all planned and, and really get those flight uh, plans going? 
Yes. So um, the goal right now is November 1st for open registration. So um, you'll be able to register on site. Oh, no. Oh, no. What happened? We can hear you. You're still here. I don't know what happened. Uh, give me one second. Can you see me? We can see your beautiful face. You. I, I can't see you guys. Hold on. I don't know what happened. I lost. I lost my. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> I just you guys just went blank on my screen. It's okay. This morning. Yeah, it is. You know what? We we pivot, right? That's what we do. Um, okay. So uh, November first is the target date. And um, it'll be online registration. Um, so it'll be easy for everyone just to kind of come in, go to our website, go ahead and, and, and uh, join. They'll be able to see um, some of the classes that are going to be offered, um, as well as we'll have the information for the hotel so that registrations can start, or reservations can start being made with the hotel. Awesome. Well. Well. We yeah. already have our first question from Miss Amanda Betton. Are we able to attend via Zoom this year? Yes, that's a great question, Amanda. So we are definitely looking at that hybrid option. And yes, my, my guess is that you will be able to attend even via Zoom. Actually, we were probably going to focus on using the same platform that we used last year because it was a little better and more interactive. Um, so uh, with our honorary girlfriend, Mr. Pete Roque, <laughs> we'll, be able to, we'll be able to make that happen. Um, it might look a little different, but we definitely will have some just watching the comments and, and bringing um, our fellow uh, women on on stage to participate and interact with us. So yeah, we, we totally understand that there's going to be um, obviously that the group of, you know, our, our co-professionals that are unfortunately not going to be able to make it live. And we definitely want to still have that option for them for sure. Awesome. We're excited for that. Thank you for yeah. doing everything to make all of those parameters happen, CC. Yeah, yeah, no problem. You know what it's it's you know, Rachel, as you know, it's been a long time uh coming this this symposium and, and getting together and putting something together for our women out in the field and and really, you know, not not only just focusing on the training itself, but really focusing on, you know, encouragement and being able to to raise the profile of women. Um Actually, just a couple of days ago, and I, I got to share this story because it just really touched my heart. And, um, you know, there, there's a variety of different things that happen when you're leading, right? Sometimes you're challenged as a leader. Sometimes um, you, you're trying to make sure that you're really looking at your leadership full circle. And even the leader needs mentorship. And, and, and I recognize that as a leader myself, and I, I'm lucky that I have mentors um, that I can reach out to. Um, Mr. Tim Schneider is one of them who I can just connect with and we can chat and share some ideas and, and I can run some things past him and, and um, he can maybe help me, you know, find, find my angle that I want to approach. Um, and sometimes when you're being challenged, it's important for us to always really look at the big picture and really look at what really is happening before us. And then there are those employees that come in and just blow you out of the water. And I think that that's, that is why this Women Leaders uh, Encode um, Symposium is so 
so important to me because um, it, I'm reminded constantly of our need to be able to support the women that are coming up in this industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that there's a lot of awesome, you know, fellow, fellow male counterparts in our profession that are just as amazing that have their own challenges that are trying to get pushed through those challenges. And Ms. Rachel, you met Danny, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at, as, as a board shadow, Danny is awesome. I mean, his story is outstanding. And, and the fact that he really maneuvers through getting all his certificates and really right. in the work and really doing everything that he could in his power to, to get, you know, to where he needed to be outside of everything he had to endure is really remarkable. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was a pleasure meeting Mr. Yeah. Dabler, that's for sure. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, my, my administrative assistant, and I talked about her a little bit on, on my LinkedIn page, she, um, I, I like to do a check-in. So I always recommend, you know, as a leader, check in with your staff check in with your staff. Don't just check in to say, hey, how's work going? Hey, how are your assignments? Hey, are you doing okay? Hey, are you, you know, um, getting enough training or what have you? Really, really check in with your staff. Really check in to see how they're really doing. You know, and and when you're asking them, hey, are you okay? Ask them again, no, really, are you okay? Because you'll be surprised at what they share with you. And, you know, um, she she shared a story with me, personal, personal perseverance, um, personal struggles. And I was completely floored, completely floored. And, and let me let me just let me just say that, um, you know, when before she walked into my office for us to meet, I I had a little bit. Of, I was dealing with some of the challenges of leadership, right, trying to figure out one thing and and get that squared away and then she comes in and just boom it just it just puts me puts things back into perspective um you could you could look at life this way or you could look at life through the lens of this amazing admin staff that i have this 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 gem that i have you know and and um i was talking to her and and getting to know her a little bit more outside of just work and just kind of really diving in and trying to pull that information out of her so what's your your one-year goal what's your five-year goal where do you see yourself you know and she starts telling me she's going to um she's going to law school law school and I'm like wow that's amazing that's remarkable but the story behind that is so impactful um so anyway where I'm getting with this is sometimes we have um or most of the times we'll have really really great talent within our workforce and oftentimes we're so convinced Right. Because traditionally we've always said, oh, we got to find that person that has the the 20 certs and and the 20 years in the industry. And that's that's the person that we tend to miss the talent within our within our departments. We tend to pass over because we're not really getting to know our staff. And um, so really getting to know them, really building them up, really giving them a voice. Right allowing them to share this is what I need this is what I want and so that's what came about or what helped come about the woman leaders in code was being able to to give them an opportunity a platform to say hey I can be a leader or hey I want to be plant plants examiner or building inspector or director or whatever they may be or they may want to be so uh, we are super ecstatic to to be live this year, um, 2022, and also have that hybrid option for sure. 
Right. Oh, I just love it. Miss Cece, you bring up so many times in our conversation already showing up to lead. I don't think there is a better example of anyone who shows up to lead than you. I mean, look at you today. You're in an awesome costume, <laughs> part in the festivities with your team. I'm jealous, to be honest. Um, but to have you in a role um, where you're creating something for all of us women, to be a part of something so special is just fantastic. I really hope you know how amazing you are, not just to you know, all of us in this industry, but just everywhere. Um, having people like you, it inspires us to all want to do more and better. And um, this platform just gives us those opportunities and the networking to be able to do that. So it's so powerful and can't thank you enough, Cece. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I really, I really do appreciate that. You know, I, I consider myself a, a, um, a part of this awesome village of women, you know, a team member, if you will. Um, I think that involvement with our various groups, um, International Code Council, our um, regional groups, our uh, chapters of ICC, it's so important. Um, being able to be there as a support any way that you can is so important. Uh, and I, I thank you for your kind words, Rachel. <laughs> that's re that's really kind. Um, but you know, I'm looking forward to the future of of uh, our up and coming professionals in this building industry for sure. Right, right. So Cecilia, one one of the things that I loved about the WLCE last year, and I was one of the probably a handful of uh, men that attended, and I wasn't expecting what I was expecting. I'm like, oh, it's going to be a kind of like a woman thing and, you know, very biased, you know, sorry, I admit it. But actually it was very, very impactful. And having a conversation mm -hmm. with a lot of the women in our industry, you get to realize, you know what, they, they feed off each other and they can empower themselves. You know, you had the, like when we discussed in, in, um, in Arizona, you know, you had people that started, um, started new, um, new programs like Jennifer Morris. She started mm -hmm. a, like a task force of marijuana just because she came out of her comfort zone. You know, Rachel, she's coming out of her comfort zone. This is not in her wheelhouse. No. Even though she's a natural, it's not in her wheelhouse <laughs> to do this stuff. Uh, Minnie Garcia, you know, it's not in her wheelhouse to public speak and now she's doing it. I mean, these stories that I see, even, even uh, my friend Lorena, which I'm going to bring her on as a quick, uh, she's going to make a quick announcement of something that she did at the, uh, at Cowboy Education Week. So I'll, I'll have her explain because it's important to know. Um, one of the things that we noticed was, you know, we went to the permit uh, technician classroom and it was mostly females, you know, and, and they don't have a lot of leadership within themselves. So she, uh, she you know, we, we brainstorm, how can we make that industry a little bit better? And then she came up with something and she'll share it with you in a minute when I bring her on. But, you know, I, I'm so impressed with the women leaders, what you guys have done and what you guys are continuing to do is just amazing. No, I appreciate that, Pete. And I think you make some really valid points. I'm, I'm eager to hear what what uh, Lorena is going to share. But but getting back to your point, um, that is exactly it. That's that's exactly it. Sometimes we don't have the foundation um, as to where we're going to start. Right. We don't we don't have that that encouragement, that motivation, that inspiration. Um, and it's hard to find because sometimes we self-doubt ourselves a lot. Um, and you bring up a good point. Jennifer Morris is, is a perfect example, as well as Miss Rachel and, you know, um, Minnie Garcia. And um, there's there's another inspector out of Oklahoma who is in code enforcement, who 
who reached out and said, hey, you know what? I've always wanted to learn building inspection, but I didn't know how to approach it and I didn't know how to get that support. And it wasn't until after I went to, to the conference that I, I, you know, was able to, you know, muster up, you know, my braveness and be able to go out and talk to my building official and say, hey, you know, I, I really want to learn building inspection. Um, can you help me? Can I get some guidance? And um, she was able to, to get that because he was receptive towards that. He said, yeah, absolutely, let's do it. And and that's, I think, the biggest point here is um, Women Leaders in Code is over-encompassing. So we're not just focused on code compliance per se. We're focused on our techs. We're focused on our administrative assistants. We're focused on our plants examiners, our fire prevention, um, you know, our engineers, anybody that is in this profession that still has a desire not only to grow, to learn, but also to mentor, because I think mentorship is it's huge. It's key, um, and if we can if we can get enough mentors nationwide, how amazing would that be? How impactful would that be to be able to connect our, our up and coming professionals to those mentors, so that they can have somebody that they can call upon and reach out to and and say, hey, you know what? I met you here. I really liked what you had to say. Having that relatable content, Pete and and Rach, it's so paramount because everyone's story is different and I always say you know don't don't compare your journey to somebody else's because what's good for me might not be good for Pete or Rachel what's good for them might not be good for me we all work at our own pace and this is why we need you know that mentorship that looks very diversified because that way we're allowed to be able to expand on you know being able to tap into to other uh, professionals that are going to assist us for sure so before, for those that don't know Lorena, Lorena sits, sits on a national casting board uh, specifically for accessibility. And Lorena is a permit, was a permit uh, tech super, uh, supervisor that actually became CAST certified. For you guys that don't know, CASP is a, what they consider the bar in the building uh, industry. Um, it's it's a really hard test on accessibility. And Lorena has become uh, just a, a force to be reckoned with in that just particular area. But, you know, but her heart, just like you, you know, you have code enforcement, also building. She also has the permit tag. So uh, one thing that Lorena did at the Cowell, I'd like her to share what, 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 uh, what she did. So Lorena, take it away, please. Okay, <laughs> thanks Pete, thanks for having me. So um, this week was um, Cowboy Ed Week in Ontario and there was a class for uh, permit technicians that was being taught by Jesse DeAnda, who's the building official for the city of Montebello. Um, so I took a few minutes to announce that we would be starting a new ICC chapter here in Southern California for permit technicians. And this came about because uh, our permit technicians don't have a lot of resources and they are really the face of the building department. And I often say that they hold the keys to the city. And the reason is because they know everything that's coming into the building department and they know everything that's going out that's being permitted. And oftentimes, um, the permit technicians are always collaborating with the fire department, engineering department, public works, um, the planning department, finance department. So they really have um, 
they really have to be well-rounded and they need to have the support amongst their peers and their colleagues and there's no better way of doing that than networking and having a chapter that can support them where they can network and they can um, have specific training to their job duties but even beyond their job duties so you know I was talking to Pete about it and I was like there's so much that is beyond the code that is um, it can be um, where we can network and discuss like customer service how to deal with angry clients or customers and then how to just go above and beyond because everything we do is a reflection of the building department and we're that face of the building department so I just want to um, make sure that there's enough resources out there for permit technicians here in the Southern California region. So we're working on that. We're putting together a board and from the board we'll put together some committees and um, that's about it. So we made that announcement and anybody that's listening to this and wants to um, be a part of that in creating this Southern California chapter, please reach out to me. Pete, you can put my information out there. So Exciting. Thank you for that, Lorena. Thank yeah, that, you, yeah that's, that's, really, um, that's really amazing, Lorena. I think you bring up some really, really excellent points about permit text. In fact, um, Michelle uh, Limbarger, who is a member of the Oregon Permit Tech Association, um, she also really connects with Washington um, Permit Tech Association, and then obviously PTN, which is the Permit Tech Nation, which is really, really awesome. I think exactly what you said, Lorena, is fundamental. I have all of my permit techs are rocking permit techs. I mean, they really kill it every day. And once upon a time, I was a permit tech very, very long time ago. So I, I have a, I have a direct care for the permit techs because you're absolutely right. It's, it's your front and center. You're taking in the projects. You're issuing those projects. You're, you know, assigning and coordinating and interfacing with a variety of different departments. And most of the time, you get the grunt work with dealing with customers that are not so happy, right? right. And, and you're the first person they see. So you're the first person that they're they're laying into, right? Well, why isn't this ready? Blah, 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 you know? So it's really important to have those resources. So thank you for putting that together for Southern California. I think that should be something that should be looked at too for Northern California. So anybody watching there, please connect with Miss Lorena um, as well as with myself. And Lorena, I'd love more information because whenever we can do to facilitate that even in the North Bay, I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Oftentimes I always say the permit technicians, you know, when you're working that job, especially if you're working it for a long time, you tend to feel unvalued, especially if you're not supported by um, your management or your supervisor. And so I think this is going to be a great way for um, permit techs to find value in their job and know that their efforts are are warranted, so that's yeah. important. If not by their supervisors, at least by their peers and colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's excellent. Thank you so much for putting it together. Thank you. Thank you, Lorena, for coming on. Thanks for having me. 
Perfect. Thank you. Um, that was that's really great information. Actually, that is really exciting. I think it's I think that also has been a long time coming even for for the state of California, right, to be able to have something together for um, our permit technicians that are out there just getting it done every single day. Um, oftentimes, they as well, like Lorena said, you know, there's so much coming through that front desk that, you know, it's it's, it's easy to miss because they're always so busy. They're always so busy just keeping us on our toes and making sure that we're operating as successfully as possible. Right. Right. Well, that's why this platform is so special and unique because we can all be in our own realms, you know, whether it's code enforcement or permit technician or building inspector, building official, you know, we all have our niches and we could talk for hours about the things that, um, you know, put a smile on our face with what we do. Um, but having this platform, you know, such as Women Leaders in Code Enforcement and um, these different platforms, these different uh, programs that Lorraine is creating and um, Miss Morris is creating, you know, we all come together at the Women Leaders in Code Enforcement Symposium and we talk about it. We get to relish in all of our successes together and that's um, exciting and important in an industry like this. This, you know, such as Lorena said, you don't always have that support from a supervisor. Uh, so to get that support from, you know, the the local or, or even, you know, not local as this is, um, you know, United States wide, but we get support from everywhere. So it's it's definitely a powerful tool. This is true. For sure, for sure. And, and and so much so that even going back to Jennifer, Jennifer, for those of you that are looking for somebody who's outstanding in cannabis enforcement, who's outstanding in hemp enforcement and all that good stuff, you're looking for uh, a training that helps you understand it. Jennifer is right. awesome. They have an exemplary um, program that they run at the County of Riverside. Um, and, and in fact, I'm actually having her uh, present to our staff here, to, to my code enforcement staff. So she'll be coming on and, and doing kind of a, a two-part presentation for us on, you know, hemp enforcement, cannabis enforcement, um, how their program operates, you know, what that looks like as far as compliance and all that good stuff. And so I know I'm excited. And that, again, is one of the benefits of, of this network, of being able to connect with other uh, professionals that have that skill set or have an amazing program and we wouldn't know that otherwise right unless we're connecting with them um through through either this platform or the woman leaders platform so right. it's really really awesome to have that um available for sure i can't wait to see what everyone keeps doing you and pete and lorena and everybody else is um, putting together some awesome content for all of us here yeah, it's, it's, it's good stuff. But likewise, you too, Miss Rach. So <laughs> don't leave yourself out of that because there's definitely more to come from you. You know, that that goes back to me saying, you know, we all have our own niches and what we're excited about. And we we look at the, the leadership portion. I'm not a leader. I'm just the nerd that loves code. I love talking about code. I love dreaming about code, um, telling the world why code is important. But then you get these opportunities like this where you, you know, you kind of have to get out of your shell and put yourself in a different position. And I wouldn't be here without you and without Pete. Um, so these platforms, I can't, I can't speak to how important it is for people like myself um, to have these platforms available because you can be a superstar in your own jurisdiction and a code nerd all your life, um, but you're not necessarily going to get any further with it unless you step outside that box and become part of something like this. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I'll even go as far as saying, you know, um, going back to ICC really being a, a good supporter of up and coming professionals, um, the Emerging Leader Membership Council or the ELMC, great, awesome professionals that sit on that on that uh, um, uh, council. And it's just really awesome to see them. It's really awesome to see them interact and really plan for the future. And, you know, I, I consider myself lucky. And Rachel, I know you had an opportunity to meet um, most of the members at the ABM this year, but they really inspire each other and they really root for each other. And I think that that's what I really appreciate about it because everyone's there for the common good of everyone and, and their growth and, and being able to provide that encouragement. And obviously, Benjamin Bredmore, who now um, has a seat with the uh, ICC Board of Directors, is also an ELMC um alumni, if you will. And so it's really good to see how that support works there. Um, being able to be a part of that and really listen into what they have to offer is cool. It's it's neat. Um, I know going back to ABM, Rachel, and you and I can talk a little, a little bit about the board shadow program. When I went through the board shadow program, um, I, I wasn't really sure what it was or what to expect. And Boy, when I was there, I was so just incredibly amazed by it. I, I thought it was awesome. I, I've always been a member of ICC for, for a very long time, um, but you don't really know the magnitude of what ICC is really offering until you're there, right? Everything that they're working on, not just code books, not just, you know, but trainings, but really nationally, right? Internationally, really getting out there, really making sure that we're um, providing support to other countries for resiliency, you know, and, and being innovative. And, and not only that, but really looking at that, um, so session planning for the future of future co-professionals, it was just really remarkable for me to see. And and I think for me, that that was my motivator because I also knew that I needed to put together something and I, and I wanted to put together this woman symposium, but I, I kept teeter-tottering with it. Well, how am I going to do this? How is this going to look? Um, it's just it's just me. <laughs> how am I going to stand this up? Um, who do I need to pull in to assist me? Um, and when I went to to uh, ABM in 2019 under their board shadow program, that's all I needed. I, I remember, um, you know, watching Shirley and watching uh, Cindy Davis and watching Angie and and Hope Medina and you know all the other wonderful women that that are a part of ICC and just seeing everything that they were involved in as well as well as the ELMC um, and that was what I needed because that was what solidified okay you know what um, I had one building inspector mentor a very very long time ago when I started out when I was in my 20s um, I think I just dated myself and uh, <laughs> and he said to me you know what CC if you're talking about it you're not doing it stop talking about it and start doing something about it and so it brought me back to that you know that that reminder you know what this is what I want to do I, I'm I'm gonna do it 
it's going to happen. We're going to get it done. Um, we were going to do it 2020. And then obviously with COVID, we couldn't do it. And so 2021 was the next best thing. And we did it through a virtual platform and it was outstanding. I mean, I my, my heart was so full and I got to meet you and I got to meet a lot of awesome women, you know, nationwide. So um, it just goes to show the power of networking and really surrounding yourself with um, village of you know, professionals and uh, professionals that become friends that really help motivate. Right. Well, I don't know about you, Cece, but when we first started the Board Shadow Program, I don't know, a couple months into getting all the information and starting to get the documents from ICC, they send you this link for a group chat. Um, so like a group text message. Um, and I have to say, even to this day, there's still, you know, messages that go around from our group. I don't know if that's the same with yours, but it's just super powerful. Um, you know, you made a very good point of um, wanting to just dive right in. And I can say from personal experience, I walked into, you know, we'll say, give an example of the code hearings. I think that was my most um, exciting part of the entire experience because you walk into a room with, I don't know, 2,000, maybe a few more, give or take, people. And you sit down and you think, okay, you know, how could I even possibly make a difference? Um, I was given a piece of paper and half of a speech and I was told, okay, you're going up to testify on this particular code. What? I'm going up to testify in front of 2000 people on a code I know nothing about, but it was so incredibly powerful. It was <laughs> exciting to get up there and get in front of all of these people. And, you know, regardless of if I was reading something or, you know, off the cuff, you're still changing the world. You're you're putting something into the world that creates an impact. And I don't know about you, Cece, but I walked around with the biggest cheese ball grin the entire time because having that power and that feeling of, oh, I just did something with a fire code that could potentially prevent someone from being hurt or even killed one day. Um, it's, it's exciting. So yeah, that was yeah. among a million other experiences. I think the code hearings were my most favorite of the entire experience. Yes, yes, and I'm so I'm so happy that you got to do that because it is an experience of a lifetime. And mm -hmm. and and going back to what you said, you know, that is the other part of ICC that you normally don't hear about, right? Usually, you're like, hey, be a member of ICC when you're when you start work. You need to be a member of ICC, and you need to get your certification and all that good stuff, and take the training. But no one really talks about all the other cool stuff that right. comes with that, right? The the code hearings, the the councils, the membership councils that you can get involved in. Um, you know, on on the flip side of that, Ms. Rach, I was able to to I'm part of the um, code action hearing committee, right. and. I had a similar experience as, as you did. You know, I, I was nervous at first and I was like, okay, I, I have to, okay, I'm assigned this code sections. I'm going to go through them. You know, IPMC is my jam. I love the IPMC. I mean, I can talk on that code all day long, night and day. I, like you, consider myself a code nerd that way. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, what the um, California codes or the IBC and IRC as well. But but the IPMC has always been my baby because I had an area of focus with code enforcement for a long time. And I always tell people that the IPMC is the code enforcement uh, you know, model code. This is this this is what we should be using, right? So um even though I feel very confident with the IPMC and, and talking code, I got to tell you, when, when you get to that point where it's your turn and you have to go ahead and, and give, you know, your 
your uh, review, your summary on, you know, your code sections that were assigned to you um, and be able to make a proposal as to whether or not we're going to adopt or not. You know, you it, you get a little nervous, right? Because you're like, it's not just me, it's me. And then it's everyone else, you know, right. thousands of professionals that all have an opinion. But you know what? That is so remarkable because that is what makes our codes, our codes what they are. You know, right. maybe I experienced something that perhaps you haven't or you experienced something that perhaps Pete hasn't and we all have a different perspective and being able to bring that to the table and be part of that co-development is awesome. Mm -hmm. So I'm so happy that you got to do that. Um, in fact, you know, with Rachel and I talked a lot, and and this is um, this is the beauty of even the the leadership component with the board shadow program is really having your board shadows connect. Mm -hmm. and, and continue on that friendship as you said you still have you know connects with the, your fellow board shadows but at the same time when we talked about the program I remember saying take it all in you know just enjoy it and look at everything go to everything you know check it out you know ask the questions do the things you know and that way you know you really get a perspective for it because I think that when you go in there if you don't do that and really take advantage of it you miss out Oh, absolutely. I would absolutely agree with that. I, I think that there wasn't enough time in the in the whole world to have, I would have loved to have stayed there the entire school hearings, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, certainly things we have to do, jobs we have to get back to, but right. no, absolutely. Just everything about the program opens your eyes to, like you said, CC, what ICC is about. And it's not just about creating boring old code books that, you know, some people use as paperweights on their desk nowadays. Um, it's about creating awareness about something that affects all of us. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, the programs, the trainings, the networking opportunities, um, because ICC comes into the local chapters, obviously. Um, and with that, you have local trainings, local opportunities to network. So, um, you know, ICC is such a amazing resource to be a part of. Um, it's just, it's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and, you know, and even going back to the opportunity that Lorraine is putting together for the Permatex, that, that again, an extension of what could be done in support of, you know, the, the Permatex, but also um, being supported by the International Code Council, for sure. So, it's really, it's really awesome what you can do. Sky's the limit, right? Oh, it is. It's <laughs> funny that you say Permatex, because I think there were more Permatex in the board shadow program than there were like building inspectors or, you know, the code side. So it was really exciting to see um, because, you know, you start out as a grunt. So, you know what a permit tech, everybody knows, you know, what it is that we all do just a little bit. Right. But when you get to come to experience something like that um, and, you know, they tell you their stories and you get to tell them your stories, it's it's so much fun. You're thinking, yeah. oh, gosh, I could do that job. No, I could never do that job, you know, type of yeah. thing. <laughs> yes. And you know what? That brings me to a really good point. So um, I've actually had the opportunity to interview a couple of permit technicians um, from different cities uh, here in the state of California. And I have a couple more set up um, for other states uh, here in the U.S. Um, and they're going to be sharing our, their story regarding how they got to be uh, where they're at today um, as far as being a permit tech and diving into the world of, of um, 
code and building and all that good stuff. And I'm so excited to showcase them. They're actually going to be attending the Women Leaders and Code Enforcement Symposium. And this is a video series that we put together for WLCE. Um, going back to that, because it's so important to be able to showcase everybody, everybody that plays a vital role in the building industry. So um, I, I'm excited and hopefully you guys um, enjoy those interviews. They are going to be shot out this next week. So it'll be really cool to get to know them a little bit more and and hear about their journey. Um, and it's again, it's exciting because when you come in as a permit tech, again, you don't always know all the background of construction. You're coming in and, and you're being taught most of the time. This is what you do unless you came up from a, an administrative role already. Right. So it'll be really neat to see the perspective of, of these awesome women. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. That was an exciting opportunity that I was able to be a part of last year. So, you know, again, goes back to, you know, showing up to lead, CC. You are absolutely showing up to lead. So very excited. What else can you tell us about the upcoming symposium? What else do we need to know? Oh my goodness! Yes. Um, well, you know, we're again. It'll it'll be in Santa Rosa, but we have a mixture of the leadership training as well as the technical training. Um, there are going to be uh, there's going to be an opportunity to be able to network. So we'll have a couple of just kind of um, networking section net, networking sessions. So I don't want to call them necessarily breakout sessions. I want everybody to really get into the mode and come out of their comfort zone and really just have that moment to say, hey, I want to get to know you. And, and the overall goal is going to be to leave the conference with at least, you know, anywhere between five to 10 names and numbers or emails of other women that that we've met that you can say, hey, you know, I'm going to I'm going to call you. I'm going to connect with you. We're going to connect. We'll we'll, you know, be there to be our lifeline for each other, our encouragement. If I have questions, maybe you can guide me, vice versa. But I really want women to really leave, not just with, hey, I, I came to a symposium and I took some classes. I want them to really leave with, you know, um, a network of, of other women, their numbers, you know, uh, friendships, if you will. And I think that um, that is the part that I'm really, really looking forward to the most is being able to to give them something tangible that they can now have and say, okay, now I know who I can reach out to should I have a question. I love yeah. that. So show us these awesome pens. I didn't get to see these pens the other day. I was. Oh, oh you didn't. <laughs> Let me see if I have them with me. Um, I, I was I, I was being told that there was awesome swag that we were going to get to see. So, so that we have to see. There is. Let me see if I even brought them with me. They may be in my travel bag, but um, I was so bummed that I couldn't join you folks in uh, Arizona. So, oh no worries. You know what? I do have them in my travel bag, but I have plenty of them for you. <laughs> I have plenty of them for you. Um, so, yeah, so we have, yeah, these WLC pens that we got. We actually have some sunglasses as well. Um, a WLC actually contributed um, a, a good amount of sunglasses for the Permit Tech Nation group and, and Permit Techs across the board that were doing the Habitat for Humanity build in Pittsburgh. So that was something that was really rewarding for us to be able to contri contribute that to um, the women. I, I actually was very much looking forward to being a part of that, but unfortunately couldn't make it to ABM, which is fine, but it, it just felt really good to give back. Um, 
and there's going to be other swag so opportunities for that we're going to have really awesome vendors there as well that um you know we we can get to enjoy and meet and get some info on um and uh we are going to have miss valerie um Trosh to come in and, and talk a little bit about the legalities surrounding code as well as leadership. So it'll be really cool. Very exciting. We're excited, right, Pete? Yes, and sorry I had to bounce out a little bit. Work happens sometimes while we're doing these things. So I'm happy to be back and I've been listening and I love everything that I'm hearing. So I'll be sending some folks over ourselves. And Four Leaf is actually a sponsor of the WLCE. We really support the diversity that you guys are creating. It's just excellent stuff. I love it. I, you know, it's more of a WLCE, not a WLCENP kind of thing. So I kind of just like. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we're excited to have you, Pete, as always. (laughs) But I'm enjoying the I'm enjoying the conversation. It's it's a great conversation. I love it. Thanks for coming on with us today, too, CC. I know it's like we always talk about. We pivot so. All of us had a little technical difficulty this morning and you uh, graced us with your presence. So thank you. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Not at all. And, you know, I, I like I said, I didn't know I was I didn't know I was dressed enough for today. So I'm going to dress up for today. Um, you know, and again, and again, have a little fun. Enjoy your day. Um, be able to look at life on a lighter side, you know, good getting back to leadership. Leadership is a variety of different things, but it's not an Oscar the Grouch, right? <laughs> be, be able to come in and, and shed a little light, a little smile, a little encouragement to your staff. And so whatever I can do to help you guys, thank you for having me. Um, Thank you, Cece. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Code Concepts with Pete and Rachel and Miss Cece today. Um, We got to talk a little bit about Women Leaders in Code Enforcement Symposium coming up this uh, March. So thank you for all of that information, Cece, and we can't wait to see you there. Absolutely. And Miss Marla, I can't wait to meet you as well, hopefully in person. Awesome. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. Have a beautiful Friday. Thank you.